It's Monday. It's December 4th. And the word of the day is epicaraxy, which means deriving pleasure from the pain and misfortune of others. Just like schadenfreude, but more obscure and less German. Used in a sentence, can't say I won't experience some epicaraxy as I watch lower middle class rust belt Republicans stick their tongues out waiting for all that sweet, sweet tax cut money that's going to trickle down to them never. Yeah, but the uh, good news is our practice run at being Australians went really well, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. He's going to move to Waiheke Island, Bonafat Winery Steward. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no illusions. I'm Eli Bosnick. She was thick and she was lovely. I'm Heath Enright. And broadcasting delayed from America's Far Center, we are the Skeptocrats. On this week's episode, we mourn a tremendous cut to our taxes. We'll give the three famous guys who never sexually assaulted anybody a high five. And Mike Flynn rolls over like he was about to get a happy ending. <laughs> but first, the rest of the intro music. On the Newswire tonight. Just a panic. Sorry, you also did noises. You're making beep noises. <laughs> Sorry, we do these all the time. It's the wrong. Occasionally, you get the wrong. You like, do your noise again. What was it? <laughs> ah! Cool. Newswire tonight. Ah. Yeah. No. no actually, that's, that's the how I feel when the Newswire news noise. Yeah, I think the, that's uh, better now. Common. Yeah. yeah. That's the new noise for Newswire. All right. I'm the Newswire tonight. Ah! The Justice Department filed a lawsuit last week to block AT and T's takeover of Time Warner, citing spite because. There are plenty of good reasons to oppose this merger, but none of them factored into this move. Instead, this one was motivated by Donald Trump hating CNN for pointing out that he's the kind of petty shit colonel that would use the DOJ to punish the parent company of a network he didn't like. In related news, AT&T probably can't buy us either. <laughs> but they can try. <laughs> really. I'm there. Let's find out, guys. Uh, Russia continues to be as good at space exploration as your nephew, who nobody wants to have that uncomfortable conversation about, after a Russian weather satellite loses 18 secondary payloads. In Weinstein Effect news, just about every public figure with a Y chromosome is apparently a sexual predator now. Yeah. The list of accused celebrities now includes Roy Moore, Matt Lauer, and perhaps the most soporific sex offender since Bill Cosby, Garrison Keillor. In fact, it's probably time to start listing famous men who aren't creepy leches instead. So uh you got uh We'll get back to you. I think Tom we'll Hanks to is still good, I'm pretty sure. In a related story, John Conyers, Al Franken, Dustin Hoffman, Louis C.K., Jeremy Piven, Russell Simmons, George Takai, Ryan Seacrest, Steven Seagal, Brett Ratner, Charlie Rosen, George H.W. Bush. Appreciate you keeping your list short in that last story. Indeed. In Apocalypse Now news. Kim Jong-un is going to start a nuclear war with South Korea that will kill millions of people because Hillary wasn't nice enough to racist coal miners. That bitch. Ah, in technology <laughs> news, Tesla boss Elon Musk successfully completed his project of building the world's largest lithium-ion battery in South Australia last week. Fed by a wind farm, it has the ability to power approximately 30,000 homes for one hour in the event of a blackout. Or one giant rocket-powered vibrator that we're pretty yeah. sure he's also building. Strangely enough, the company was willing to build the battery even without a massive corporate tax cut. It's so weird. Huh. Mm, I don't Hopefully get it. He discovers a new type of steel. 
The war crimes conviction of retired Croatian General Slobodan Proljek was upheld by an international criminal tribunal last week, leading Proljek to berate the court and drink a glass of poison that he had in the courtroom <laughs> with him. Now, a lot of people have been focusing in on the aren't there rules against bringing your own poison to the Hague question, and I get that, but okay. I'm far more intrigued by the does he think killing himself before they can execute him counts as a win question? Well, it's all worth it for the video of him just going. He drinks it and then he knows that they don't know. So he goes, I, I just drank poison. It and was poison. Like, oh. it was, yeah, you should have said that first. <laughs> Sorry. It, it re- you really <laughs> fucked up the, uh, yeah. The well, I feel silly there. and die. <laughs> <laughs> and in too little too late news, Victoria, Australia becomes the first Australian state to legalize voluntary assisted euthanasia, causing recently visiting podcast hosts to say, damn it, Anna, I told you we should have gone there. Man, I, Jesus. <laughs> <sighs> In Canadian football, the Toronto Argonauts defeated the Calgary Stampeders to win the blah, 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 nobody cares except Susanna. Hi, Susanna. I know you care about the Argonauts. In a related story, the Canadian Football League is worried that the title Grey Cup is a little too aggressive, so they're thinking about renaming the trophy Drab Olive Sorry the Cup. (laughs) The Argentine Navy announced on Thursday that they were calling off efforts to recover the crew from the San Juan, a submarine that disappeared 15 days earlier. A Navy spokesperson explained that calling off the search for the crew would allow them to focus on finding the submarine itself, which strongly suggests they think those are two different searches. (laughs) I feel like inside of the submarine is, but, you know, maybe that's just me. Shinzo Abe was reelected as prime minister of Thailand. Um, Japan. Whatever. Okay, you do one. Those are different. (laughs) In cryptocurrency, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange and the Chicago Board Options Exchange were both given approval to begin trading Bitcoin futures. Despite the fact that this will finally allow investors to directly bet against a rise in the price of Bitcoins, tons of optimistic idiots are yelling, Wee! Tulips! (laughs) Speaking of which, Wee! Tulips! Crushing it, eleven thousand. Yep. <laughs> yeah, no, it can it can only go up from here. <laughs> maybe, maybe cash out. Just uh, think about cashing a little bit out. Think about it now. Think maybe, about taking yeah. a little profit off the. Go table. on that Magic the Gathering website where you trade your bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> a Somali committee issued a report on Thursday that raised the estimated death toll from the twin bombings in Mogadishu last October to five hundred and twelve. This makes the incident the third deadliest terrorist attack in world history. But don't worry, New York, you're still winning by a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Brock Turner appeals his rape convictions on the grounds that the entire world didn't hate him for long enough. <laughs> Let's get him back in the get that name back in the news, kid. That's what you need. And finally, in tax evasion, according to a major document leak that's been dubbed the Paradise Papers, a whole bunch of super rich people were cheating on their taxes by hiding money in offshore tax havens. The hell you Again. Uh, in response, the U.S. Senate decided to drastically reduce taxes on those people so the cheating won't be quite so profitable. Take that, rich people. <laughs> Ooh, got them. And, of course, we'll have more on those stories coming right up in the headlines. No, Malala, listen to me. I like it very much, but I just think decorating for Christmas to represent, as you said in your email, 
the shambles of my love for you is going to be hard for people to get conceptually. So maybe uh, you Mr. could just... Mr. President, you wanted to see me? Tall Tyler, get in here. Big guy. How you doing? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, so we got this little PR thing, and I need your help. Okay, is this about the uh, Flynn thing? No, no, no. no. That's fine. Don't worry about it. It's all, it's all good. The fact that your tax plan is pulling lower than most tax hikes? I don't know what that... any of those words mean, so no, it's not that. Um, was it your explicit support for a pedophile the other day? Uh, which one? The, the one in Alabama? More specific. Roy Moore? No, not that. That is not what I need. Oh, uh, uh, using a racial insult against a political opponent. Again, too broad. The Pocahontas thing. Right. That was great. Nailed her. Not that. Okay, well then, what is it? Uh, people say my wife, Ivanka, did a bad job decorating for Christmas. Melania Bless is, the, you. is the wife. No, your wife is named Melania. Don't raise your voice. Right. She did bad at Christmas. Can you spruce it up? That is what you wanted me to help you with? Yeah. You know, like maybe one of those electric Santas that go, ho, ho, ho. Someday I will stand by the guillotine and watch as your head falls in a basket. You know this, right? What? I'll get the Santas, sir. Great. Good stuff. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Joining me for headlines tonight are fellow skeptic rats, No Illusions, and Eli Bosnick. Noah, Eli, now that our little podcasting company is getting a tax break, how many coal miners do you think we should hire? <laughs> yeah, good question. Well, uh, luckily for them, I'm a job creator, so anyone investing in hookers and blow, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I feel like all the stuff we want to hire people for is illegal to do with minors. So I want to fuck a what? minor. Oh, he spelled okay. it with an e. Well, my, I know. Did I? It's better. You, you or did, did well, I? I mean, I don't know I if you spell know it wrong. This distinction. <laughs> you don't know, Careful. so it might be worse. All right, <laughs> context. Sure. Moving on. In our lead story tonight, rich people. Finally caught a break last yes, week. It's, it's about time. Rich yeah. people yeah. couldn't buy a bucket, but they finally, <laughs> finally caught a break. They were not doing well. And uh, that's why the U.S. Senate passed a giant overhaul of the American tax code on Saturday, which has Republicans all over the country celebrating. So apparently the average Republican voter is just your typical working class Joe Plummer and also a top level Wall Street investor, the owner of several large multinational corporations, and the heir to a fortune larger than $5.5 million, because that's who's going to benefit from the new tax plan if it goes into effect. Yep. Yeah, it's like that old country western song, I'll wipe my sweat from my brow as I enter my yard and I thank the Lord Jesus for the good that I've got. Right? It's classic. Oh, sing more. Sing more. Maybe I'll recognize it. All right. Well, he's obviously going to sing more. Something, something, all country music sounds the same. It's all the same song because white people can't make any good art except for statues. The key, though... And it's only if you count Italians as white. The key, though, to this tax plan is that you can still pull yourself up by your bootstraps, even if they voted to lower them and to shorten your arms. I mean, but the bootstraps are still there is the key. Yeah, so the bill is called the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act because... 
People are fucking stupid <laughs> and entirely incapable of understanding even the slightest amount of nuance or a phrase beyond the length of a small tweet. It might as well be called uh, SB hashtag who wants a pony. <laughs> and basically, it's a giant tax cut for wealthy people and corporations, along with a very mild tax cut for some of the middle class. Also, a tax hike for other parts of the middle well, class. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, also, a quick reminder. Seems like this shouldn't be necessary, but we also lose all the stuff we were getting with that tax money. It's not magic. There's a trade-off. We were buying right. something. Now we don't get it. Uh, well, don't worry. I'm sure charity donations are going to soar in 2019. Soar, I tell you. See, the free market is going to... We said no shooting. <laughs> <laughs> there are limits. Yeah, so uh, here's a couple other highlights from the bill beyond the tax cuts and the having the word jobs in the title. Uh, first of all, it includes a removal of the health insurance individual mandate that says everyone needs to get health coverage, which is the concept at the core of the Affordable Care Act. Right. And at the core of insurance as a general concept <laughs> that makes yeah. it possible for care to be maybe affordable by spreading the risk across all of society. So removing the mandate is the healthcare equivalent of a rule that says you don't have to pay taxes, but criminals can murder you and the police won't help. But it turns out the police will help because of common fucking sense and human decency, and you end up getting the service either way. It's the asshole roommate who never buys toilet paper, the law. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, okay. I don't want to get shot again. Um. No promises on that. Okay, but... What if, just devil's advocate, what if I don't want insurance? Like, isn't it my right to pay for my life-saving medical care on a GoFundMe as an American? Yeah, well, no, yeah. yeah the, see, so you, you, you get a temporary tax cut, maybe, and you also save all that money from having to buy insurance. Plus, you can now spend the hours that you stay up worrying about how to take care of your family if you get sick to get a second job. I mean, they are putting the goddamn back in GDP with this thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kinds of growth. Lovely. Uh, one other fun detail. The bill also includes a new tax to be levied against really good colleges and universities. Because yeah. apparently they're causing a big problem. And that's how taxes work. When something's causing a problem for society, in economics terms, we call that a negative externality. And a tax is a way to discourage that negative externality by increasing the price of that behavior. So just to review, according to the Republican Party... The best institutions of higher learning in the world are teaching smart stuff too good. And that's a societal problem. So they wrote a tax on knowledge yep. into this bill. These ignorant fucking cavemen want to put a tax on smart people learning stuff. Well, if it wasn't for knowledge, their party would be doing awesome. So, no, I get it. I get yeah, it. that's true. Lovely. And uh, just for the record, this bill barely passed with a vote of 5149. And if that sounds wrong to you, because enormous changes to national policy are supposed to require 60 votes in the Senate, you're forgetting that the GOP only likes conservative principles when it's convenient for them. And until last weekend, the latest Republican Congress was in an O-for-everything slump on doing one single thing. So right. they, uh, they used a loophole called reconciliation, which basically says you could smash something through once a year without any bipartisan compromise at all. Right. But if I'm hopping on one foot and I sing the I'm sorry song, I get to 
cripple the nation for 30 years and triple the deficit you see it's fun yeah it's, it's something like that yeah exactly uh, yeah and uh regardless of the loophole this got voted on without anyone having a chance to actually read the final draft of the bill the 479 page bill full of handwritten corrections in the margins literally yeah, it just got fanned in front of sent Democrats like a flip book about 10 seconds before the vote. So any sort of meaningful analysis and discussion of the final draft was literally impossible. Basically, we have a loophole that says uh, a redneck five-year-old is allowed to pick out everything for the family dinner once a year for his stupid birthday. But family dinner is national tax policy. The kid was like... Filet of fish and vanilla shakes. Books are stupid. <laughs> also, uh, whatever this rich guy wants who just bought me another term. Yeah. I'm five. <laughs> but for 30 years. For th like yeah, 30 well, years. Fuck. Exactly. We have to eat that for 30 years. And in POTUS Hauntus news tonight, Donald Trump took the opportunity at a White House event honoring Navajo talkers to solemnly and stoically take a shot at Elizabeth Warren last week, reminding us once again that there is literally no level to which he will not stoop. So, little background on this. Navajo code talkers were bilingual soldiers who were specifically recruited to carry out secret communication in the field during World War II. And some of these servicemen number among the bravest and most heroic in World War II history. Which means that at an event honoring them and their sacrifice, it is the perfect time to take racially motivated shots at the person who's going to kick the shit out of you if they ever run for president. That's why it works so well, you see. <laughs> he might as well have done the event as the Redskins mascot just dress <laughs> like trump's entire life is like eli at the beginning of a live show but unironically <laughs> so during the ceremony trump said quote i just want to thank you because you are very very special people you were here long before any of us were here although we have a representative in congress who has been here a long time longer than you they call her pocahontas end quote so he's referring to elizabeth warren who he gave the nickname to because she claims to be of Native American descent, but has insufficiently proven her genetic heritage to Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we all know how well that goes for Donald Trump. <laughs> and it's extra terrifying because, you know, if Liz Warren ran into that press conference like WWE and hit Trump with a tomahawk, he'd be like, yeah, OK, OK, I take it back. Genuine. <laughs> genuine. She's, she's real. Also, I know the racism thing is the most offensive part of this, but what kind of a fucking setup is that? <laughs> right? Like, I, you, you, you're trying to get from Native American to Native American, and you have to make a convoluted three-step premise to do it? I'm offended on behalf of Native Americans, Liz Warren veterans, and humorists, goddammit. Yeah. Exactly. And while Trump defenders will say that Trump is just mocking the fact that Warren pretends to be Native American when he believes she's not, I'll point out one. It, shut up. You're a Trump supporter, which makes you the worst kind of person in modern history. And I literally never have to listen to anything you have to say because accusations of echo chambers and elitism are just stupid people's ways of trying to guilt superior humans into listening to them. And two... <laughs> I don't remember Trump making jokes about what Niger Obama is. So, you know, it's still oh, racist geez. bullshit, <laughs> but it's mostly the first one. Also, but also three, Niger. if if the best you can do is point out that I failed to proportionally weigh all the nuance of the racist joke the president made while honoring war heroes of that race, 
I feel like you should just start writing your arguments on white flags and waving them at me, okay? <laughs> exactly. And in Who's the Boss news tonight, a federal judge ruled on Tuesday that Mick Mulvaney and Leandra English had to draw a big line down the middle of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau and each could only actively direct their own half. <laughs> because... Now that living in a sane and rational world is out of the question, I'm lobbying for 80s sitcom. So, Ooh, I like that. I like to think that we have that sort of 80s sitcom vibe going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the pedophilia was less explicit in Saved by the Bell. Okay. Well, agree to disagree. Also, Saved by the Bell from the 90s, just so you know. Well, okay. Just, uh, well, I know you wrote this thing for me to say. How dare... I know everything about Saved by the Bell, and it was it started in 89. Gentlemen. Saved by the Bell for life. SBTB. <laughs> So also Good Morning Miss Bliss started in 87, 88 is a, a precursor to the show where they're in Indiana and whatever. So a quick bit of history about something completely different here. Uh, back in the bygone days of 2007, underregulated banks set the global economy on fire and then charged us for the water we used to put it out. And in response to that, the Obama administration passed Dodd-Frank, a set of reforms aimed at ensuring the banks could never charge us $700 billion for the recession that they started again. And among the things Dodd-Frank did was create the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Yeah, to which big banks respond, fire departments are socialist bullshit. Are we being detained? <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> and yes, they are. The arsonists <laughs> were being detained. That's so, a good thing. Slightly, yeah. Now, the legislation actually gives the CFPB some real power, and to ensure it can conduct its role as a watchdog against the companies that own all the politicians, it's also somewhat insulated from direct influence by the president or any other elected official. For example, according to the legislation that created it, if the acting director retires or dies or something, the deputy director takes over until the president can appoint a replacement and that appointment can be confirmed by the Senate. It doesn't allow the president to just, you know stick in whoever he wants in the meantime, which is probably why Trump did that. Uh, ooh, ooh, I'm going to guess he made four lobbyists play Ookie Cookie for the job. Am I? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and for the listeners unfamiliar, Eli, what is Ookie Cookie? Ookie Cookie is Moving a on. fun game so... to play if you're into it and not a fun game. Because you get enough guys who are into it and it's a good time. But if <laughs> anyone's not enjoying it, but it is fun. Like if you get some fellas together and you so... don't mind eating cum, which I do not mind, <laughs> my friend. I've eaten a lot of cum in my time, so make it a game? Okay. Anyways, you all get Moving together. On. So you're right. sort of slow. <laughs> and... <laughs> okay. Eli, Eli has a slow <laughs> orgasm. That's okay. So enter Mick Mulvaney, Everybody has their the own current speed. federal budget director, <laughs> and a person who says the CFPB was a sick, sad joke that should be dismantled. Despite the pretty clear instructions that say that Trump can't appoint anybody, and despite this guy wearing his lack of qualification like a badge of honor, Trump appoints him as head of the agency, leading to a couple of confused days where nobody was in charge of it, which is probably better than Mulvaney being in charge of it. Honestly, watch. Tomorrow, Trump's going to hear from Sally Yates that it's, it's being run by Boris and Natasha, the literal cartoons. <laughs> She's going to get, like, double fired. Yeah, right. Now, Leandra English, the rightful earl, filed suit over this and, and asked a judge to block Mulvaney's appointment, but lost round one of the legal battle when the judge refused to issue a temporary restraining order or my aforementioned bisection with the tape idea, but the legal battle is still ongoing. One way or the other, though, for the moment, it looks like you're just going to have to protect yourself from predatory lending practices. So good luck. Yeah. Maybe don't dress so loanable, you know, like a little <laughs> financially modest. <laughs> and on that note, 
We're going to take a quick break from the headlines for a word from this week's sponsor, HelloFresh. Tyler, thank you for inviting me to consume nutrients with you. Right, right. Sarah, lunch. I uh, I forgot we made plans. Yeah, well, okay, well, if, if now isn't a good time, I, I suppose I could hold very still until the moment is ripe. No. That's better. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. Sorry. I'm good. I've just, I've just been real busy lately. Okay, I understand. Um, last night, Donald tweeted that all Haitians are liars, so I'm thinking of telling the press he meant Merry Christmas instead. You're a terrible human. I am one of those words, yes. But Tyler, if you're so busy, why don't you try HelloFresh? What's HelloFresh? HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. I don't know, Sarah. I don't think I have time for cooking. But HelloFresh makes it easy. You can choose your delivery day for when it works best for your busy schedule. You can pause your account for weeks at a time when you're out of town. And all the ingredients come pre-measured in handy, labeled meal kits, so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. Plus, it's delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging, which you can... Can, uh, cannot eat. Cannot, cannot eat. Correct. Yeah. Me, too. I also cannot eat the packaging. Yes. Okay, but is it all the same meal? Uh, not at all. HelloFresh offers a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly. They have three plans to choose from. You got classic, veggie, and family. Classic is a variety of meat, fish, and seasonal produce. Veggie is vegetarian recipes with plant-based proteins, grains, and seasonal produce. And family is quick and easy meals with all the yum-worthy flavor the whole family will love. Yum-worthy. Assuming you have a family and were not born when a stone at a wrestling stadium was hit by lightning. Okay, I'm going to skip right over that. But uh, don't these meal delivery services end up being the same thing over and over? Well, not with HelloFresh. Just listen to some of their recipes. For example, Hall of Fame, customer-voted favorite, Juicy Lucy Burger with tomato onion jam and arugula salad. Mm. Or a premium selection for a dinnertime upgrade. You got the lobster ravioli and shrimp with tomatoes and tarragon cream sauce. Or uh, what about a kid-tested recipe made specifically with families in mind? The easy-peasy ravioli gratin with spinach, thyme, and Parmesan breadcrumbs. Wow. Yeah, that does sound good. Yeah, they actually sent us a sample box before we started advertising with them, and it was flavorful, delicious, and super-duper easy to prepare. I actually really like that each recipe comes in its own bag, so you don't need to, like, sort out the box. You just open the bags and start cooking. That's right. And for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the code SKEPTOCRAT30. Wait a second, isn't that the squish guy from uh, Yes, yes it is. He will be joining us. And then afterwards, I'm going to squeeze him for his pleasure. He, she is, it's true. Hi Tyler, what's it like to work here? Uh, it's it's bad. HelloFresh.com. Delicious ingredients you'll love to eat. Simple recipes you'll love to cook. Really, really bad. You don't like working here? I love it. 
And we're back. Next up in headlines from the witch hunt that finds a really, really a tremendous amount of witches file. Noah, Heath, and myself have never raped anybody. And this month we learned we are literally the only entertainers in the world for whom that is true. Yeah. You're welcome, everybody. You're welcome. <laughs> In a tidal wave of accusations, only explainable by the fact that everyone is super sensitive nowadays and not at all by the fact that sexual harassment and assault are super common everywhere, the way people have been telling us and people are just starting to listen this month, entertainers, politicians, and news icons are losing their jobs for assaulting people. And this is a good thing. I want to clarify, it is a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, that they're getting fired for it, yeah. 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 So, right. Um, normally we try to add... Humorous commentary in these little spots. Yeah. Uh, go so on. go ahead. Uh, pass. Noah. Pa- pass. <laughs> also pass. All right. Well, then I'm going to take a moment here with my dudes, dudes, because I'm hearing a lot of dudes throw out a lot of stuff like, you know, holy shit, nobody's safe anymore. And well, that's because you're hearing a lot of these accusations, but you're not looking time. into them. And I want to say that you, my dudes, you're probably fine. Don't lock your door like a Bond villain and ask someone to blow you and you'll be fine. This is about cleaning up the vast problem of harassment and assault in our society and it is not about the time you asked Karen for marketing out for ice cream. Nobody's coming for you. Seriously. Read the articles. You're fine. Just don't take your dick out when you don't, ask for the ice cream. Yeah, yeah right. Well, exactly. That's that's, that's do, probably the don't key. Don't do dick stuff. Just don't do it. Well, can't do it I mean, do some dick stuff well, if, you can if, do they, dick if it's a yes. If you get a yes, yeah, right, do yeah. that. Yeah. You don't even ask. Don't, don't ask. When you ask for it, it'd be weird to be like, uh, yeah, no, you have to, like, ice cream and ice my dick cream out. Is, like, first, you have, first she has to say yes to the ice cream and then you can ask about it. Re- read stuff. the it's, situation. It, yeah, exactly. Read and the room. Well, no, because you can't read tonight. the room because you're, well, a guy. I mean, it depends. Okay. And in nuke and improved news tonight, <laughs> property values along the west coast of the U.S. saw a slight uptick when North Korea concluded a successful test of a missile capable of reaching both sides of the country. North Korean state media confirmed the test on Wednesday of last week, marking the ninth consecutive missile test in which they weren't somehow thwarted by their own bird seed. Yeah. Uh, so normally we try to add, you know, humorous commentary <laughs> in these spots. Uh, pass. Okay, I, I want to take Heath's turn to remind okay. everyone uh, that I'm going to super look funny when I make a silly shadow as I vaporize. I'm going to, like, put my arm out. <laughs> it's going to look like a dick, and I'm going to be like, whoa, look at my dick. <laughs> but I'm going to do it with consent. I'm going to find someone who thinks that's funny. Well, right, right, yeah, exactly. Shadow dick class. Rapists will all be <laughs> dissolved, too, huh? Well, there you go. Concentrate See? on the right positive. <laughs> Now, the new <laughs> missile called the Hwasong-15 reached an altitude of uh, 4,475 kilometers, which is about 2,800 miles, and flew about 950 kilometers distance, or about 590 miles, which means that on a flatter trajectory, it could reach any spot in the U.S. contiguous or otherwise. Uh, now, while there are still some doubts as to whether this missile could carry something as heavy as a nuclear warhead, given America's penchant for overreaction, if they hit us with one filled with glitter, we'd revoke habeas corpus in the Emancipation Proclamation, so it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, but only because that much glitter would very clearly turn everyone gay in the area that it struck, <laughs> so, you know. I'm not worried, though. 
I mean, Trump's, he's talking to his wall guy. Yeah. He's got the best wall guy. No, you just have to build it really tall is all. Um, the, the word Hwasong, by the way, comes from a Korean word that means powerful, innovative, or sacrifice, which are three different That's concepts. That feels weird. weird. I feel like Google Triplet. was hedging its bets. Uh, when I looked that up. But but we should at least take comfort in the fact that the Kim Jong-un administration said in a press release that they will not use their missiles against any country that doesn't infringe on North Korea's sovereignty. So Kim Jong-un is still the rational actor in our international relationship. Terrifying when you're counting on his sanity to save the world, but so far it seems to be holding. Great. Great. Nice. <laughs> and in squirty keyboard news... Donald Trump's Twitter-based verbal diarrhea reached new levels of tragic stupidity this week, most notably during his response to Friday's guilty plea by former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. In case you missed it, Flynn pleaded guilty on charges of lying to the FBI. Apparently he was asked, um, you're obviously a Russian spy, right? And <laughs> Flynn responded, something other than yes, obviously I'm a Russian <laughs> right, spy. Yeah, right. And now he's officially cooperating with the Robert Mueller investigation. Not looking good for the Donald, but definitely looking great for area podcasters and their delicious breakfast of bacon and epicaricacy. <laughs> yep. Space is epic. I, I defined the word in the intro well, minutes ago. Maybe you should have been studying up on the classic show Saved by the Bell. Instead. I will stab you in the heart. I know Gentlemen, everything about Saved by the Bell. Gentlemen, we have a show. All right. Too. All right. Ask me any any trivia question about Saved by the Bell right now. I know I wouldn't even know enough about it to ask a trivia question about Who? it. Who? Okay, well I would have got it right. Yeah, <laughs> so, rather uh, mad about ra you. <laughs> Call forward. <laughs> yeah. So, um, in response to this, rather than speaking at a press conference like a grown up who is also president of the United States. Donald Trump instead took out his cell phone like a tween who got sent to his room and started <laughs> tweeting. Unfortunately for him, though, he went beyond his normal sociopathic nonsense and appears to have accidentally confessed to obstruction of justice yes. during his tweets. Or at the very least, he accidentally demonstrated just how ignorant he actually is and just how much he needs to have his phone taken away when he gets sent to his room. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Remember how stupid we used to think Nixon was for taping this stuff? You know, why would you tape this? This asshole we have now live streams it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so uh, here's the tweet or the, the first sentence of it anyway. Quote, I had to fire General Flynn because he lied to the vice president and the FBI, end quote, which seems to be suggesting that Trump knew about the lying to the FBI mm -hmm. and then proceeded to pressure James Comey, then the director of the FBI, into backing off a Flynn investigation and also fired acting attorney general Sally Yates for blowing the whistle on the Flynn lying and also eventually fired James Comey, mm -hmm. like yeah. kid who got caught in a lie and just started firing his parents and his <laughs> teachers right. and his principal. Yeah, it's like that, but then his uh, parents and the teachers and the principal, they all went, and then 30% yeah. of the country was like, what, Lucky Charms is a great dinner. Are you triggered? Triggered? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is a great dinner, Lucky by the way. I, uh, and I do miss my wife, and those things are unrelated. <laughs> Cereal for dinner when your wife is gone. You realize how useless you are without her. 
even though when you're home she can't open juice. Why can't women open juice? If they ever figure out how to open juice, we're fucked. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> And, uh, by the way, here's the excuse we got for what sounded like an admission to a crime in Trump's tweet. According to one of Trump's outside lawyers, um, that lots of innocent people have, (laughs) according to one of them, Trump's tweet was supposed to be a paraphrase of a different lawyer who, uh, I guess didn't know how to use Twitter, so Trump was helping <laughs> that what? lawyer get his message out <laughs> with a paraphrase tweet. So, just to recap, this is the positive spin <laughs> from the White House. The President of the United States was trying to repeat something his lawyer said and accidentally admitted to a crime <laughs> while he was doing that. That's the positive spin. And it's a crime that he didn't commit. Well, of course. Did I hit send? Erase the internet. Do over. <laughs> Do over. How does Twitter work? It's so good. And finally tonight in I literally need to report on anything but the hellscape that is this world news tonight. Prince Harry announced his engagement to actress <laughs> Meghan Markle this week, marking an American's first entree into the royal family and a joyous occasion for monarchists like myself everywhere. <laughs> and every goddamn news site I follow sent me an alert about this when it happened. This is this is the news equivalent of that group Facebook message. As little as I care about celebrities getting married, it's exponentially less interesting when one of them is famous for the vagina he fell out of and the other is famous for being the vagina he fell into. But by all means, Eli, anything to distract us from the pending nuclear holocaust, I guess. Thank you, Noah. Some of us love this stuff. So, for those unaware... Back in ancient history, the superior families distinguished themselves as kings among ancient tribes that would eventually become England. This tradition was symbolically carried forward into the royal family that we know and love today, with each generation of king and queen being raised to lead in the knowledge of their own physical and mental superiority. Now, this system works much better than democracy because with no need to appeal to the lowest common denominator or the people that they they rule over the kings and queens can be highly educated, polite, well-versed civil leaders, literally born to rule over lower beings like you and me. Okay, but uh, in fairness to democracy, if we went by, you know, counting the votes like democracy, Hillary Clinton would be president. But if we went by monarchy, Donald Trump would have his head cut off. So, hmm? <laughs> and, Howard, I'll be the first to admit that when you breed for leadership, you're going to get some uggos, which is why we are so pleased that the star of Suits will introduce some much-needed <laughs> beauty genes into the already golden pool that is the royal family. Yeah. The key to any good system of governance is inbreeding, Eli. Way to, way to sell this it. Is, this is outbreeding, though, because we got a new one well, in the gene pool. It's gonna... Yeah, here's the thing, though. I think Meghan Markle is going to need to be fucking that entire family every day for a while before she makes a dent in their uggo shell. And then start fucking the babies she makes. It's 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 the xenophobes paradox. You can't I'm into get halfway. All of that. I'm into all of it. 
Okay. And <laughs> look, for those at home who find themselves doubting the validity of the monarchy, remember that if Trump were king, one, he wouldn't have any power, and two, if he did, we could all rebel and cut his head off. Just yeah, <laughs> it's always nice to close on Andrew wincing at home. And then <laughs> and that's going to do it for episode 61. Thanks to No Illusions. Thanks to Eli Bosnick. And thanks to all the listeners who liked us on Facebook, followed us on Twitter, and sent us feedback on the other various internets. Please keep doing that. Please keep listening. And please keep telling your friends. And if you find the naive stupidity of our giving away a free show business model to be oddly charming, please feel free to send us gifts of money at our donation page at patreon.com slash skeptocrat. Just like Chad, Karen, Daniel, Rowie, William, Michael, Justin, Christine, Bill, Bob, Fifi, Gunner, Rosia, Alex, and Jasmine, whose genitals I'd like to have consensual relations with. Consent. And whether or not you're feeling financially benevolent like those fine people. If you enjoy consent is the theme of today's program. Get that first. If you enjoyed our brand of whimsy and you'd like to hear more dick jokes free of charge, check out our brother and sister shows, The Skating Atheist, God Awful Movies, and Citation Needed. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, or the Deep Web. We just have one last thing. Let's compliment that penis. Special thanks to Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. He is the creator of the virtuosic musical stylings you heard today, which were used with his permission. You should definitely check him out using the links we'll provide or by Googling the only band called Evil Giraffes on Mars. Until next time, catchphrase sign-off. Yeah, okay, well, Megan not in braces. to be fucking... This is a Mexican standoff of oh, did jokes you, right Did here. you have something written in there? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see. <laughs> the poor who voted to make themselves poor deserve it. <laughs> I don't think you pronounced Fivjix or Stiffafi's name right. Was what? that not right? Yeah. I think this, yeah. It's a Samoan name. Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Fivjix or Wow, really? That's their word. <laughs> There's not... <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't. Stififa. Maybe you shouldn't. I said Stafifa. No, Rape their culture. That's gonna. You had you had three F sounds. Stifafia, Stifafia. It's just two F sounds. You had you had or something. The 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 pH is doubled. It's like the opposite of silent. Yep. It's like Eskakacha kick. Double is the opposite of zero. Yeah, no. tweet <laughs> tweet heats some Saved by the Bell trivia questions. He'll Ask like me that. anything. Go, <laughs> go. What's the name of the, the movie theater in Germany that AC Slater and his German girlfriend went to? It was the Berliniplex. It was the Berliniplex. What does AC stand for? Albert Clifford. That's Topanga. right. Albert Clifford Slater. Mario Lopez. Topanga. Ask me anything. Was that what that one show with Screech on it? Yes. Yes. Justin Diamond, Screech Powers. And he stabbed a guy. I know the violence. He, he stuff. literally stabbed a guy. I know about the violence. I never know anything else. <laughs> <laughs> the preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.